Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our Wednesday edition of Twilight Zone on Sci-Fi Watcher here. Glad you could join us this week. I'm Corey Charette. Joining me is Mr. Brian Lee. Brian, what's going on? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Good to be here, Corey. Good. Glad to have you here. Still remote, but we are still going to go trudging through. All right, so let's get into this week's episode called Six Degrees of Freedom, which is episode six of season one, the sixth one overall, released on May 2nd, 2019, written by Heather Ann Campbell and Glenn Morgan, and directed by Jacob Verbruggen. And this is our first true space adventure. Yeah, first Twilight Zone space adventure. I'm sure there's been many in the original series. Oh, yeah, there's, yes, yes. Actually, this lifted some ideas from that, but... I digress. And of course, obviously, I, lo- I love the Ray Bradbury reference. I mean, literally like five seconds in, you're like, because it's called the Bradbury he- Heavy Mission. I love that. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. This is the usual first human flight to Mars. You know, Earth has gone to crap. We're going to try to do start something on Mars so we can, you know, mess up that planet too. <laughs> well, there there is a twist. There is. And... I- and the within the first minute we get the portal in the front of the pilot of the of the uh, of the pilot is closed until arrival and they don't open it up because of radiation and you're like yeah that's going to play a part in this episode it's just it seemed too cliche-ish that that whole thing that that the the whole portal aspect of it yeah so you can't see what's outside type of thing that kind of bothered me a little bit yeah it, it bothered me because you're like okay you're not going to open it at all right you know it's like so you know why couldn't have been open before i mean we've had missions go out of out of orbit space shuttle missions apollo missions and they didn't have any things there why couldn't have it stayed open until they got to wherever it needed to be closed for radiation reasons reasons just reasons it's just an excuse yeah um, I like the whole idea that uh, missiles are launched and basically World War Three is about to start, and it's either either they go or they stay on Earth. Yeah, that was kind of a tense moment, but it was a it was a WTF moment. I'm like, okay, what would you do in this situation? You know, and well, they and well, they did the math. They said it's going to take ten minutes to get out of here. The missiles are going to hit with less than nine minutes, and you, we should go or sh- should we stay? And you know, four said go, and one said no. Yeah. Off they went. Yeah. Which I thought was great. And then we find out it's 218 days to get to Mars. And then that's essentially the gist of this whole story is let's just watch them on this ship as it heads towards Mars. Well, no, it was not only that. It was also the tense moment of, okay, did everyone survive? Is the whole Earth nuked? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, and that tension about I can't reach my family you know blah 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 but we've seen that before we've watched a movie that had that before if i remember correctly if i if we did i don't remember it. there was a movie i remember a guy had a bunch of post-it notes inside a spaceship he was orbiting the earth um i can't remember but i swear we i've gravity are you talking about gravity no not gravity it was it was a man it wasn't a woman um no but i i've known we've seen stuff like this before i know there was a a reference something like this in in the movie 2010 where it's the Cold War era still in in that movie, and the Russians and the Americans are on the ship, and they're talking about like almost going to war on Earth as they're in outer space. So wow, okay. This idea has been used before, but I still like it because you're like you don't know what's going on on Earth, and we never get to see what the Earth looks like either. Yeah, they never cut to the Earth and and what's happening there. 
So, so that, that kind of furthers the tension, you know? And of course it adds to something that happens later into the, in, in the, in the story. Yeah. Um, but the whole middle part of this is the part that I guess is kind of, kind of bored me a little bit, you know, just the mundane stuff that they're doing mm-hmm. to get through the 200 and something days, little countdown clock. Yeah. We keep cutting away so many days left, so many days left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's just, I mean, they get on each other's nerves a little bit. Two of them have sex. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm there's, I don't really feel any, anything for these, these characters in this. Yeah, I agree. Um, did you did you notice? And I, 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 it was screaming to me there that one scene where they're sitting and eating together felt so much like the movie Alien when they were sitting at the table eating. Yes, I mean like felt they, a lot like that. They like literally lifted it from there, and I've seen references after watching this that they, that's basically what it's from. Oh, did they admit that's where it's from? I or? don't know if they admitted it, but other people had pointed out that that looks like the same scene from Alien. But I mean, uh, space movies, space TV shows—they all pull from each other, right? You know. So I mean, I let it. I'll let it slide. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I I, I enjoyed it. It's like it was, you know, it wasn't a ripoff. It was an homage, and I enjoyed having that there. Okay. Um. um of yeah. course, they had an AI, Tina, that's helping. Tina, that's helping them. Which we don't know what that stands for. I never saw anywhere where they made a reference to what Tina stood for. Uh, if they did, I, I didn't write it down. I, I tried to try to pay attention to that cause it's t- capital T I N A. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. Somebody will probably tell us. Yeah. They'll figure it out or someone will make something up to make it s- seem good. Um, but yeah, I mean the rest, the rest of the movie is the tension and what they're going to do mm-hmm. and are they going to make it to Mars or not? Um, but then we have, we have this, the part where one of the, Crew goes crazy a little bit. Well, before he goes crazy, that weird thing where he's putting his hand in, I almost wanted to say it was like a toilet or something like that. I couldn't tell what it was at first. And, you know, he he's taking notes on whatever the heck he's doing every time he puts his hand down there. Um. Yeah. He also alludes to uh, something about the pencil that he had at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, what was it? It was moving already or... Yeah, something like that. It was like it they was, had gravity. They didn't have gravity, but it was floating or something like that. Right? Yeah, there was some weirdness to it. Yeah, because they had a they had some sort of um, rotational pseudo gravity set up on this thing. So obviously, so you don't have to worry about special effects of floating around and stuff. You just have them walking normal. Save money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what what did you think about him freaking out? Were you did you believe him? What were you, what was your thoughts? I I was believing him because I thought it would be better that way instead of it just being you know him being crazy. I mean this this whole idea has has been used many times before, uh. So it's like it's not an original idea, but I was hoping that he was right right that this was just all a huge hoax that they're, they're still on mm-hmm. Earth. Well, and then we get the next scene where. You know, he's going to try and prove it to everyone that, hey, this is a hoax. We're mm-hmm. a simulator. We're on a six degree axis simulator. Right. And he tries to open the airlock, you know. And then he fades to black and you don't know what happened to him. You assume he's dead, which he is. Yeah. He's gone. He's vaporized. Mm-hmm. Because they had a solar flare. That was the other thing. They had a solar flare. Yeah. 
And that's what caused everyone to freak out because he's like, get to your station, get to your station. There's a solar flare, you know. And he's like, nope, six degrees of freedom, opens the airlock and gone. Yep. Um, and I forgot what happened after that. <laughs> and then we find out they make it to Mars or they think we're not sure. And then they open the panel to see if it's actually Mars or whatnot. And they're on Mars. Yeah. And then we get that little thing at the end, which apparently aliens were, were watching them to see if they could actually make it through the great filter, which is something where they say life in universe is very, very rare. It's hard to start and harder to continue. And the test of life is, you know, see if you can take an advanced life form and make it to another planet to start life. Yeah. And that's what they did. So now the aliens, I guess, are going to make contact with with this mission because they successfully made it to Mars. Okay, so explain to me. So this is we're 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 at the end here. Uh-huh. The aliens are talking. Right. Uh the crazy guys on the floor in goo. Uh-huh. Did you not think of the Matrix? Yeah, so Matrixy. So are you saying that all the subjects are really in a matrix like environment and they're just doing this through their thoughts? It, that's what it feels like because it looks like it's all computerized. It's all simulations. It's not real. It's like he escaped the ship and he got into the real world or whatever the heck you want to call it. Um, but I, I don't know. I mean, they never they kind of leave it open to interpretation. So, yeah, I mean, we don't know where these people are. We don't know. Are they on a in a simulation? Are they survivors from a, a planet? Right, you don't know, so it's it's open ended. It really is. It's it, it, yeah, and I didn't know if I really wanted that open ending. I kind of wanted, to, you know, closure on some level. Well, here's the thing that I think I would have enjoyed more. Um, that, that would made the the episode more enjoyable and would have made me go aha if the clues were were really there. You know, right? Like they said, I mean, it would have been better if they just kind of came out a little more on the clues mm-hmm. not so subtle you know right um because they also said that there was no condensation in the toilet but then one of the crew comes back and says there is condensation so you're like okay what what happened there <laughs> right i mean it's either did they put aliens put that condensation there after they found out was it really there and he was just really losing his mind do you equate this to any uh, Twilight Zone episodes that you can remember? Um, well, I was trying to come up with some. and um, I mean, there's a few of them out there where there was one where this family steals a spaceship to leave before there's a nuclear, uh, there's a war or something on the planet. And you find out that they're going to Earth. So it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of a different spin on that, but it didn't feel the same to me per se. But I kind of... I felt that at the end of it, um, nothing else I could really jumps out at me for this, but I was happy that we finally got a, a space episode. Yeah. Does this, uh, does this kind of redeem the series a little more? No. This episode? No. No. I, I still, I don't know how I got a season two. Um, personally, it's, it really doesn't, it's not grabbing me. It's at the ending. Even the twist ending. Well, it, it first of all, this was a fifty-four minute episode, and it took forever to get to that ending. 
it felt like a lot of filler in the middle. Well, I feel like I said it, if because when you're watching a really good Twilight Zone episode, you're you're following along with them, you're coming to the same conclusions as them. Whereas this one, I was felt like I was not a part of it, you know, mm-hmm. because they did not feed me the clues. Or maybe I'm just too stupid. They, I didn't see any clues there either. The um, the uh, and the thing is that, and then you get this so many days left in the mission, and then you're like, okay, and then like another one, another one, and then we get to the part where the guy, dot quote unquote, dies, disappears, whatever, and you're like, oh my god, the next the next cutaway is going to be something amazing. They're going to talk about is this real or is this not? The next cutaway is we're landing on Mars. I'm like, that's the one I wanted to see. I wanted to see what happened with you guys. After the guy disappeared, I wanted to uh-huh. see if you're questioning this. If there's no, it's just like okay, we're on Mars now. That that's it. That was stupid. Uh-huh. That's stupid. Yeah, this is like this episode to go. Is you're peeling away uh-huh. the reality, right? Right. But instead of peeling away little by little, and you're you're taking a peep through the crack using Doctor Who here, the right. crack. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's like, it's just like a rip at the end. Like, here you go. Yeah. Without, without little teasers. Yeah. There was nothing, nothing to make you go, oh yeah, I I saw this coming. I just didn't realize it until you told me at the end. Right, right, right. It's, it's, it's a fine line. It's hard to write something like that. Mm -hmm. I understand it. And that's what made Rod Sterling, I think, great. He knew how to do that. Yeah. All right. So, how would you rate this one on a scale of one to ten? Six. Yeah, it's a six. It's it's there. It's in the middle. It's nothing nothing to write home about, and it's yeah. It's hoping for more. I really was. They should have showed more Matrix scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seemed no, like that would have been cool. They could have cut away to the subjects like being hooked up to the Matrix or whatever the simulator is right if we yeah that yeah instead of like what is this you know they just showed the one guy and that's it and that was it yeah all right yeah so yeah it's a six in my book so that's it let's let's wrap this up because there's really not much more to talk about on this one i want to thank brian lee for being here and brian where can we find you online uh you can always find me on twitter or instagram just look for brian says and as always check us out over at sayproductions.com slash sci-fi watcher for all your sci-fi goodness That's it for this episode, my friends. Until next time, have a great one.